Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's got a headache, my Cody? Katie, ah, shit. I do. Katie has a headache. This is behind the bastards <laughs> podcast about bad I prom- people. We're I all... promise it's not a Corona headache. It's just a normal stress headache. Yeah, you say that, but you've got that look in your eyes, like the guy in the zombie movie who's hiding the bite. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's that's literally all of us right now, actually. Yeah, you think you're, you think you're special. Mm-hmm. Back off, boys. Don't look too closely <laughs> at my headache. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is our first Corona-recorded quarantine episode of Behind the Bastards. The Quarantine Bastards. And I figured we should do something a little special for it, y'all. So, (laughs) oh, I just had my first cup of sip of coffee for the day. That's nice. That's lovely. Robert, why did you not drink that before you started recording? We have a rule. Because we're professionals. Gotta be fast. Speed is everything. Mm-hmm. Now, let's very slowly discuss this old Prepper magazine from 1976. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, That's what we're reading today? Yeah. I was given this, uh, mailed this by a fan, and I don't think... They sent it weeks ago, so this was just a coincidence that it timed out well with the coronavirus, but it's called The Survivor by Kurt Saxon. Now, Kurt Perfect. Saxon was a, um, uh, a fringe survivalist lunatic who... Uh, wrote a book called The Poor Man's James Bond and a number of other guides to making improvised weapons and uh, and stuff like that. He's cool. one of those, here's how to kill people with objects around you type dudes. Here's how to be a fake James Bond. Excellent. It's more like, here's how to booby trap everything that you own and kill people. Like, if you have. So it's more like a bad MacGyver. Yeah, here's how to be like a drunk, lonely MacGyver in the woods. 
So like a like a light terrorist. <laughs> Look, yes, like a light kind of, terrorist. Seems like what we're talking about here. We got a lot of time on our hands. I don't know if this is a responsible thing to put out in the world, but we are. <laughs> so I want you to look at I want you to look at the beautiful copy of this. It is about it it's, is. it's enormous. It's about twice the size of a normal <laughs> piece of paper. The book is. It's hand bound. Whoever made this clearly did it in like their garage, and the front has it's a, gorgeous an, a, 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 an illustration that I can only describe as unhinged. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah it really it's is a, very lovingly made yeah yeah it's like a it's like a very it's a warped fairy tale yeah family, it's a fat zine right? yeah there's I like, like katie's description made with love it is definitely made with love it it, it shows uh a man who looks like a young uh who's the guy from greece greece guy Zuko! it's, uh, John, it's Zuko! johnny t John Travolta, hey, Johnny John Travolta. Tommy, Tommy Travolta. Yeah, What's John, it to you, he looks like young John Travolta. Should Got just... the hairy chest. <laughs> I'm a phenomenon. He's uh, he's, I hate this. He's he's clearly <laughs> forging something, and he's forging something. I what I love about this picture is that he's like clearly working on an act of hot forge right next to his daughter, mm-hmm. who's immediately oh, to the yeah. left of the forge playing with a doll it as like her sparks face. go flying. <laughs> it's great. And well, then his... you could do that and be a good parent. He can. Of course he can. They live in some sort of home-built house. There's what I have to assume is a bomb-making chemistry set. Either that or methamphetamine in the in the right-hand corner. And then his very quiet, perspective-warped wife standing in the background operating some sort of rudimentary lathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking yeah, but on. Yeah, she's got her apron on, I think. You're looking damn right she her... has an apron on. <laughs> you... Her daughter getting her... Face burned off. I have a feeling Kurt Saxon does not like it when women don't wear aprons. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I understand where you get that feeling from. Well, he's not going to shell out for her to buy another dress if she ruins it being stupid. Here's the thing about <laughs> prepping, um, because I I do it myself. Unfortunately, you often wind up taking advice from lunatics who are light terrorists because they also Mm, know how to do a lot of really useful shit because they've been living alone in the mountains for 35 years and they picked up some skills. Um, So I'm interested in the ratio. I'm going to predict right now that this magazine will be a mix of incredibly useful survival tips and absolute madness. And I'm really interested as to what that ratio is going to be. Right, and how how they relate to each other, because I imagine a lot of the useful things will be like, hey, did you know this? And here's what you do with it. Yeah. <laughs> you got a crossover there. Well, page one has a, has a uh, uh, what I would, I guess we would call an editorial, uh, survival is looking out for number one. And I guess I should read a little bit from that to give you, give us an idea of the tenor of this piece. Alarmists all around the country are promising disasters such as superinflation, famine, foreign invasion, the triumph of communism slash fascism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they, are they had classic. You guys remember uh, when the communo fascists were uh, <laughs> were rolling mm-hmm. in? Oh yeah, that red Very brown alliance. <laughs> oh, yes, the dangers of. That yeah. one thing. <laughs> Nuclear war, etc. Unfortunately... Well, it's essentially the same thing, so I don't yeah. have too much of an issue with that slash. Lump them in together. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they may all be right, even though their timing is wrong, semicolon, we hope. Not exactly where I would use a semicolon, but... 
Mm, yeah. the best. You have only to compare this year's food prices over last year's, this year's rise in crime over last year's. <laughs> These things affect sorry. you directly. It's like pr- prices going up. Yeah. That's the thing. All right. Sorry. Go it, ahead. Is, it is a little bit comforting to read the, the, the tone of certain imminent doom in this magazine and then be like, oh, he, this was 50 years ago. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we kept on limping forward. Oh, just wait, buddy. Just wait. <laughs> Maybe we'll get through this. <laughs> mm. Yeah. There are two main reasons for this which no political system can help. One is that the age of exploration and development and the industrial revolution is over. And the other is that the good crop weather worldwide is also over. Maybe for centuries. You guys remember how we weren't able to, we can't grow crops anymore? Yeah, the crop weather stopped. I'd almost forgotten with everything that's going on. But yeah, that's part of the problem. We don't have any crops. Mm-hmm. I mean, we actually do have a major problem with that because the Trump administration is not letting uh, Mexican workers in on visas this year sure, sure. to harvest crops. That's going to be an issue. But oh, Kurt yeah, Saxon. This guy couldn't have known that. How dare you make this relevant, Robert? <laughs> How dare you? We're trying to escape here Disgusting. into the world of awful bastards. Well, not remember the bastard reality that we live in. Why don't we escape into hearing what Kurt Saxon has to say about the age of exploration and development? Ooh, yes, please. It began around 1500 and ended around 1950. From the beginning of that period, the Earth was explored, mapped, annexed, developed, and exploited. With you so far, Kurt? Its resources, animal, vegetable, and mineral, were were looted with little or no thought for future generations. Still on board? As national industries grew to take advantage of the inpouring bounty from the hinterlands, living standards rose, enabling more people to survive and in turn to reproduce their kind. Human locusts spread over the Earth, born only to exploit, rape, and destroy their own environment. Have more babies so we can clear more land. Have more babies so we can mine more coal and metals. Have more babies so we can keep the factories running. Have more babies so we can take more territory from the hated enemy. That's right. We've got a built-in workforce. The babies. The babies. Mm-hmm. Ew. More babies. I Duh wanted, babies. As you were reading that, I was like, I hope there's a third have more babies. And you did it. And then there was mm-hmm. a fourth one. A lot of baby having yeah. suggestions here. Blew me away. I mean, Robert, I guess it's better than the usual dead baby talk on this podcast. It is. It is. Although I think that he would argue that like Lana Del Rey, these babies were born to die. Yeah, I also think we're only on the first page. We are so only on the first there's, page. So there's there's more time for dead babies. This uh this opinion there. column is continued on page two, but before we get to it, we have a couple of really useful uh, little little uh, guides you, just on page one. Uh, how to cut bottles with electricity from a 1919 Popular Mechanics article. Uh, how to make a stationary windmill from a 1913 Popular Mechanics article. And how to I'm irrigate sorry, with what? tomato cans. That's all cool. A stationary windmill? Yeah, stationary windmill. So it doesn't move with the wind? It just is like a statue? <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> I figured it wasn't that. But. I think it it, 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 yeah, no, it, it, it just, that can it doesn't roll stationary. down the hill, I guess. I don't know why you specify like, that a windmill's stationary. I've never seen I've, one I, that, like, my, locomotive. My windmill is not portable. My windmill stays where it is. Yeah, oh, my, sta- it runs regardless of the direction of the wind. That's probably what they're saying, Cody. Okay. Mills of this kind can be built of larger size. Yeah, that's right. And in some right. localities, have been used for pumping. And water. cutting a bottle with electricity, I, you know? Cool. No, actually, okay. that's mm-hmm. so that's that's like a useful thing for um if you've got like a bunch of big glass bottles and you need to make cups because the society has collapsed, but you still need a good cup. And you've got extra electricity hanging around. Well, yeah, if you yeah, know how to make your own wire. windmills. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're reading the Survivor Volume One, I think you're ready for this. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, they jump right into the, the yeah. heavy hitters in Volume One. I'm surprised this isn't even like a remedial guide. <laughs> oh boy, there's so many pages to this. <laughs> There's this is so big. I, I'm not going to go through the entirety of his column, but I do want to read the section where he starts about uh, arming yourself and escaping society. That seems okay. like a good. I mean, one. that's the that's the most important step, right? I there. mean, raise you your hand if you're not that, considering arming yourself and escaping society for the mountains. Yeah, that's right. Everybody is yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, you may want to get a few acres and live cut off from everyone. This is fine if you're well-armed and a professional woodcrafter already. However, this is too great a change for most people. The inexperienced dreamer simply cannot survive alone. Regardless of your choice, town, commune, or small farm, you must choose an area about 100 miles from any major population center. It must also be several miles off from any major highway. Refugees streaming out of New York or Los Angeles will clog the main highways and strip every home for miles each side of their route like irresistible plagues of locusts. <laughs> I'm guessing he's imagining those crowds as being a certain color. You probably well, don't have to use much of your imagination. No. Yeah. No. Pl- plagues of locusts. I've I've seen the cover of this yeah. uh, book you're reading. He does say that he's going to focus on survival without savagery. Uh, so that's good. Uh, okay. Oh, Jesus. No matter how much you might think you can steal yourself against pitiful refugees, you must plan to live as far off their perspective roots as possible. Yeah. There we go. Did he say pitiful? Stop. Pitiful, yeah. Pitiful Diving refugees. Right in there. Pitiful cool. refugees. Yeah. So, next we have uh, we have a guide to making a mousetrap, uh, a guide to make popcorn cakes, so that's nice, how to make a houseboat. Cody, that's for you. <laughs> Dang right. Wait, how to make a houseboat? How, how to make a houseboat. Well, let's get into that. This is a short <laughs> This is a very article. short guide to making a houseboat. <laughs> That's so it's, like, it's he's he's taken I'm, a lot of different guides from popular mechanics, and this is about a page. <laughs> it's four paragraphs on how to make a houseboat. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that simple. And a very small time. Why aren't we all, all making right. houseboats? There's so much coast to California. You guys could be living <laughs> in houseboats right now. Yeah, Free are, rent? We are dropping the ball. You, oh and if gosh. you make that stationary uh, water wheel thing, then you'll have power. Exactly. You could we be- don't have to... Oh, this. we're going to live like very, very <laughs> dangerous kings. <laughs> well, and I have to say, you know, what's better for... Uh, uh, your what's a better value for the funders of some more news than living in homemade houseboats and generating your own power with a wheel? Honestly, I, I couldn't think of a, a second thing. <laughs> I'm I'm sure the next page will provide some more uh, for us, but what page a homemade blowtorch. <laughs> what was that, Katie? Right. It's like what page are we on? We are on page three. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. We already know how to make oh, a houseboat. My god, right next to how to make a houseboat. Medicines mm-hmm. like Granddad used to make, which is an advertisement for another a 200-page book by Kurt Saxon. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's smart. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to make the sign of medicines that your grandpa used to make. Oh my god. So, uh, it's $10, which <laughs> 1976 $10. Kurt's charging you quite a bit for granddad. It's like medicines. $1000. Yeah. Self-published too, like But you know. like 
if you're you're learning really valuable intel, I could shell out a thousand bucks to learn how to make a houseboat. I you know, I know that's different. You don't have to. You've got the free four paragraph guide right here, PDF. Katie. Yeah. Um, can we talk about this entry that says a homemade blow blowtorch? Oh, absolutely. Wait, where is that? That seems useful. It's from, it's from Popular Mechanics 1915. Wow. Mm-hmm. Popular Mechanics is really changed. This requires no air and no pump. <laughs> how, does it, how do you have a blowtorch? <laughs> I don't know how you blow without air. <laughs> yeah, or a pump. Uh, but I, I guess there's a way. Well, yeah, I mean, instead of forcing a small stream of gasoline into a heated burner, it converts the gasoline into gas in the chamber and blows a small jet of it through a very small hole into the combustion chamber. <laughs> so you're just making I mean, a flamethrower. There we go. It's just, it's just that simple. <laughs> Thank you. And this is why we're all looking for things to do while quarantined. Make your it's... own blowtorch following the guide this dangerously unhinged individual self-published in his garage in 1976. <laughs> yeah, And maybe on. do not follow that advice we just gave you. Follow all of it, every piece follow of it. Follow all of it. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, Elon Musk. I do want to read a paragraph from it's Medicines Granddad used to make, because it's made me aware of mm-hmm. something. So this is not... <laughs> This is not medicines that Kurt Saxon's granddad used to make. Uh, he included all of the medical preparations from Dick's Encyclopedia of Practical Receipts and Processes, 1872, and the complete text of the Medical Student's Manual of Chemistry from 1889. So he's just taking old books and republishing them with a little bit of work and then selling <laughs> them for a huge amount of money. Yeah, it seems is like all legal? this is just like he got a bunch of popular mechanics. I mean... There's an element of that that's cool because, like, there's a bunch of shit in here from, like, the 1800s that is just, like, guides to life that that random people on the frontier figured out. But also, like, Kurt, you're not coming up with this stuff. I don't yeah, know. no, he's a, he's a news aggregating website, basically. Yeah, I do want to see what sort of... He's a BuzzFeed, if you will. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's BuzzFeed. He's, he's, he's like, a, prepper he... BuzzFeed from the 70s. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The sections from Dick's cover such medical preparations as bitters, aromatic vinegar, smelling salts, factitious mineral waters. Okay. Facetious? No. No, it says factitious. Neither one of those work. Sophie, would you look up factitious mineral waters to see if that's a thing or if this is nonsense old people medicine? Maybe they used to refer to mineral waters as factitious because people used to think they were fake. I don't know. This all sounds like stuff mm. Grandpa Simpson would prescribe. Fluid extracts, medicinal essences, medicated syrups, oxymel, elixirs, medicated waters, medicinal solutions, lotions, liniments, pills, ointments, salves, serrates, poultices, plasters, garbles, caustics, rubefacients, garbles. balsams, tonics, anodynes, diaphoretics, diuretics, electuaries, fomentations, alternatives. What are these things? I'm going to be they, honest, is it like, if you're trying to sell me medicine, you lost me at elixirs. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to buy your, your stuff. So, update, there's really nothing except I found one thing that's titled drugs in our drinking water, and I don't think it's related. So, I think this person just made up a thing. Awesome. Or well, it's a just, long time ago. So, next page, how to make, a ca- make up a candy floss outfit. Mm-hmm. What is a candy floss outfit? No, it's how to make floss. It's how to it's a or it's how to make a um oh. not candy floss. I thought you meant like a costume. No, we would call it um um 
what's that shit they sell at the carnivals? Yeah, it's a cotton candy. Cotton candy. Yeah, it's a, how to make a cotton candy machine. That's neat. I would go yeah, for yeah. that. And I love right uh, I love this like an outfit. I love uh, I love their old old terminology for that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Uh, look just, at this outfit. I definitely yeah, you got some thought. Yeah, it was an outfit. Yeah. So on that page, we have how to make up a a, a candy floss outfit, catching insects with a vacuum cleaner, and homemade blowtorch. And then right next, to I don't that, really. You, I don't think that we need a big long description of how to catch a bug with a vacuum cleaner. No, I that actually seems pretty simple. Yeah, that's straightforward. The, the title, the title is the uh, the explanation. You know what's? I am- don't know. I think he's filling. You know what's amazing? He gives us. Ex- he dedicates exactly as much page space to making a houseboat as he does to catching insects with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know both. And then. So. On the same page, another ad for another Kurt Saxon book, Keeping Score on Our Modern Prophets. Psychic researcher that- and Bible expert levels on people who give the occult world a bad name. <laughs> Do you think that he's publishing books just to promote his other books? I think so. I think that this is all, he's got his whole media network. Like, this guy is kind of like a low-tech Alex Jones who has, like, his own. Mm-hmm. But actually, some of this is really useful. Um, right. Yeah. Like, I imagine I might wind up digging this up to find out how to make a homemade blowtorch if things get a lot worse. I but... knew you were going to say blowtorch. I knew. <laughs> Katie. Hey, hey. Hey, Robert. Do you, do you so know what they... else is really useful? The products and services that support this podcast? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They yeah. Do. yeah, they do. I love All that. Right. God, I'm so proud. We're, okay, we're going to go to products, so cool and right after now. we get back, we're going to talk about how to keep score on our modern profits. So I think we should all be excited about this. I'm stoked. Always. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild minigames. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums, delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches, unique playing pieces, and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? 
It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash behind. That's mintmobile.com slash behind. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash behind. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower, above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And we're back. We're back. We're talking about living in the mountains and forming a militia. Um, Yeah, we are. A militia in which we would all be colonels. Um, everyone is a colonel in, in my militia. So, Can I give a quick anecdote? Absolutely. I'd never said the word colonel out loud until I started auditioning for projects and I was reading something and I had to say the word colonel, but I just read it and said colonel. Uh, and that's my anecdote. I immediately knew my mistake. You can cut this out. It's done. No, 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 no. We're all saying, Kurt Saxon has shared his emotional vulnerabilities with us. We should share ours with the listeners. Exactly. Thanks, guys. Thanks for receiving me. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for opening up. Thank you for sharing. I really heard. I mistook a wrench for channel locks once several years ago and I felt very silly and all of the 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 people who knew what they were doing with tools around me made a lot of fun of me so everybody makes dumb mistakes I'm so sorry that you experienced that Robert I'm I'm so sorry I feel you they were, I feel your pain Yeah they were all woodsmen and I wanted to be cool around them but then I didn't know what channel locks were cuz I was a fool and I'm so sorry I still yeah. don't know what a channel I'm lock is I'm embarrassed I only for have you. a vague idea to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Cody, do you want to share a shameful and vulnerable moment, or should we read about what Kurt Saxon has to say on Modern Prophets? I've never been embarrassed once in my entire life. so That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That actually makes complete sense. <laughs> Modern Prophets, promoted by trashy tabloids, claim to know the future. Aside from predicting natural disasters, they are very heavy on sweetness and light. Everything is going to turn out all right. God tells them so. Too many people believe frauds like Gene Dixon. They don't prepare for rough times ahead because Gene says great things are in store for humanity. The fact that these things seldom come off as prophesized is forgotten as new prophecies come out. The author is the only one to collect and record four years of prophecies in the most popu- of the most popular modern prophets. With their miserable scores, it is amazing that any of them stay in the limelight. If you are hooked on the modern prophets and are someone who is, you owe it to yourself to read this. But Oh, I think he's actually like busting... Like uh, talking about what liars uh, psychics are, yeah. All right. This, he really hates this Jeannie Dixon woman, and yeah. Well, okay. Well, there we go. I don't know. I went to one psychic that told me in a past life I've saved a lot of Jewish people during the Holocaust, and I tend to believe that that's true. That is a nice thing to believe. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> that is a, that is a Ooh, nice thing to be told story? about oneself. <laughs> can I share one other psychic story that might? Uh, convince you 
this is the time. Do you think yeah. it will? Um, so yes. my good friend Nelly, who loves Hawaii, goes every year, okay, in her adult life, she has seen six different psychics who have all said that she used to be the ruler of a South Pacific island. Oh, that's cool. Do what you will with that. That is a cr- creepy coincidence. I'm gonna th- Either that or a lot of different psychics in Hawaii tell tourists who come in that they used to rule a South Pacific island. Well, she didn't go to... All of her psychics were in Hawaii. She lives in oh, California. I'm also going to throw it out there that uh, most people like Hawaii. Yeah. I'm not saying wrong. Well, but most people don't go every year of their sure, life. Sure, no. sure, sure, sure. I do want to... While we're talking about California, I feel like I should note that uh, the the address for Kurt Saxon's business is in Eureka, California, mm. which I used to live next to, and nothing has ever made yep. more sense to me in my entire life. No, that does oh make a lot of sense. Oh, my God. Wait, have we done the fun thing where we just search words yet? Can we do that with the digital copywriter? I mean, I, I kind of want to know who Gene Dixon is, but no, I don't think we can search words since that's a scan. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll include the link. You can read this all online. It's in a PDF. Uh, oh God! Uh, touring in the auto, the Land Cruiser—it's a guide to building your own RV, <laughs> and it is much <laughs> longer than the guide to building a houseboat. Good. Which I well, feel like sense. does it? Oh no! There's a little guide to Do making you... a barrel boat too. Nice. That's good. That's good. Do Wait, Robert, uh... go to page thirty-two. Go to page thirty-two. Oh, but the poor man's James Bond is on the next page. Okay, do that first. Do that first. You guys take a look. <laughs> take a look at the illustration for the cover of the poor man's James Bond. And I, Cody, I'm going to need you to describe that for me. Is he, what makes him poor? The fact that he's got eyeglasses on. Yeah, I don't know. So the picture of the the cover of the poor man's James Bond features like a dude who looks like a nerdy engineer with big Coke bottle glasses and like. Almost a uh, like like a like a very nerdy seventies combed part, uh, and he's sitting with a shotgun that is easily two feet taller than him, um, and appears to have some ho- like a home built foregrip on it. And then there's a beautiful young woman sitting in his lap with a beer, and he has an entire handle of whiskey, and is surrounded by piles of shotgun shells and explosives. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this all scans. This scans real well. I'm gonna read. The, I'm gonna read the text. The poor man's James Bond is the undisputed leader in the field of books on improvised weaponry and do-it-yourself mayhem. It gives full and simple instructions for making tear gas, explosives, firearms, silencers, poisons, zip guns, grenades, knockout drops, flamethrowers, and a wide variety of weapons. It also tells you how to buy most of the needed chemicals from your grocery and garden store. Includes fireworks and explosives like Granddad used to make. Mm -hmm. He really likes Mm -hmm. his Granddad seems like like a trooper. Yeah. This book has hundreds of formulas and processes for making fireworks, blasting compounds, gunpowder, nitro, gun cotton, etc. The material was gleaned from formularies written from 1872 to 1907. Plus, George W. Weingart's classic on fireworks, Pyrotechni. This is the simplest and most comprehensive book on actually making fireworks. It is heavily illustrated in how to make Roman candles, shell cases, fuses, colored fires, explosives, powders, rockets, mortars, firecrackers, torpedoes, etc. Plus, the complete texts of of expo- explosives, matches, and fireworks from Joseph Riley, 1938. So it's, yeah, it's it's more collating all these old guides to just, like, help people make <laughs> tear gas and grenades. 
<laughs> this oh kurt saxon uh thank you kurt could you really quick yeah. read the very first sentence of that again the poor man's <laughs> james bond is the undisputed leader in the field of books on there we go okay i really wish it was mayhem. like book undisputed. Uh, like books i wish it was books on improv and there was just I, so I thought so too. Just like a page on like yes ending and stuff and like yeah. how, like doing how to pretend to, <laughs> We how all to... thought Del Close is the is the grandfather mm-hmm. of improv, yeah. but no 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 no, no. It's the, the poor man's <laughs> James Bond. This is this is a, like a whole book on how to do an improv version of James Bond at UCB. Basically, it's yeah. <laughs> not a popular yes, tone. And I have my gun. And on the same Truth page and bombity. We have, uh, there we go. A guide to making a thresher, a guide to making a handmade drill press, and then how to raise cucumber on a trellis. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean those how to all make go tear together. gas, how to make how to grow I cucumber. mean he's covering all the bases. I don't see the problem. Yeah. Oh, maybe man. Cu- cucumber is part of the tear gas recipe. I don't know. Wow, this is interesting. There's a guide in on the next page on how to make alkaline water drinkable. Because in the past, they knew that alkaline water was a bad thing to drink, and you needed to to filter it right. <laughs> and now we just sell it for $40 a Hell gallon. Yeah. How the now times like, have changed. Now we're like, this cures cancer. Yeah. That's cool. All right, Sophie, what was the page you wanted me on? So it's probably not going to be the same page, so just look for how to make see-through mirrors. Yeah, I think it's past the uh, oh, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Okay, so past the poor man's armorer. How to make a basic crossbow plus arrow sling. How to make an arrow catapult, a simple but lethal toy. Imp- oh my God. And, and improving the 11 shot shotgun. I I'm bet sorry, it's 12. A Is it 12? Is it go up to yeah. 12? Yeah. <laughs> I think it goes up to 12. Yes, Katie. A simple, it's clearly a child using the arrow he thrower. Seems like a great that parent. is a simple but lethal toy. <laughs> The coming, the, the the coming age of steam. Your basic steam engine. Mm-hmm. So that's good. God, there's so how much in here. Black powder. How to make? Ooh, the how best. to make boomerangs? That's good. All right. Could I turn my houseboat <gasps> into a steam engine? Is there an entry about that? I mean, Solid Katie. Question. The question is, can you afford not to turn your houseboat into a steam engine? I don't know oh. that I can't. Not in times like there's these. There's a whole. Ooh, where do I get a train track? <laughs> where do you get? That's a good. You question. probably make it. <laughs> yeah. uh, he teaches he teaches we'll us how that. to make uh, imitation gold and silver. <laughs> yeah. It's like a page and a half on it. What were you looking at? Oh yeah, that's what you're about to say, Cody. Um I was going past the uh uh the past or the future is our past with a big picture of the USS Enterprise. Or the Starship oh, Enterprise. So, oh my God! Where, where the it's fuck? It's on page thirteen for me. <laughs> thirteen. You'll. It's got the Enterprise on it. You can't miss it. I, I, I'm. I'm way past that. It is before how to make imitation gold and silver. Yeah, I haven't run into that one yet. Maybe our books are different. But I. I maybe may you have. have a, maybe you have yeah, a special they might be copy. Slightly different. Oh, here we go. Oh no, here it is. It's right. It's the page before burglar proofing your home the poor man's way and simple protection <laughs> against muggers. We're going to have to come oh back to that because I'm going to guess it's murdering yeah, that's them. That's a good guess. Oh my God. Our future lies in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Barring a nuclear war with the soon-to-be starving Russians, America's irreversible collapse should be apparent to anyone by 1980. By then, it will be too late for city dwellers to go back to the land. All they will find is will be armies uh, uh, will be uh, armed survivors treating them like improvident, ignorant refugees. They will be. You guys remember when that happened in 1980, Obviously. right? I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> you were reading it, and it painted a picture yeah. of a memory. Jesus Christ. The world's cities will perish, but there need not be another dark ages. Instead, we can go from our survival homesteads onto the stars. It's just that easy. <laughs> you build a good enough steam engine, you can get to space. Right, I, I imagine that like, by volume three, Launch that houseboat he's right got to have a, how to build a spaceship at some point in here, right? Because otherwise, mm-hmm. he's definitely skipping a few we, steps. We might learn that. We better. We're learning oh how to make God. fake gold. We'd better. Guys, there is a letters suggestion, and the first sentence lets me know it's going to be special. Dear Mr. Saxon, congratulations on issue one. I got my copy yesterday. As soon as I rob a wino of six bucks, I'll send you the money for a year <laughs> subscription. If they ever ban books, <laughs> if they ever ban books, which they eventually will do, yours will be the first. That's something to be proud of. Seems free enterprise is a dangerous thing. It's available for free it's online. Free, free online. Now. We're reading. We're all reading it right now. <laughs> it says Rob Owino. Like that's printed. Yeah, it says Rob Owino. Yes, T- take the mo- wow. take six dollars from Owino. Wow. Yeah, I mean, fuck Owino though. Uh, fuck Owino though. I, I'm not going to shame you for your wine. No, we're all drunks we're today. We're all drinking wine today. Yeah. Wait, so, so the person wrote a letter about the oh, publication that they got? Yeah, I'm guessing this in. is another edition of it. That's so why our pages are wrong, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I'm going to guess that's why. The only complaint I have is of the poor man's James Bond. You didn't have a section on establishing a new identity. A few paragraphs would have done. This is the popular rage. Visit a graveyard. Take along a pencil and paper. You won't need any flowers because you're not going to pay respects to the dead, but a wreath will provide a good cover as you move from grave to grave. The best identity is of a kid born about the same time as you, but died about a year later. The younger, the better, because there will only be two records, the birth and the death. Copy down about three names, Recording date of birth and of complete name and name of parents if listed. Then go down to the local courthouse and ask for a copy of the birth and death certificates of the deceased. The birth certificate will enable you to get a social security card, driver's license, etc. The death certificate gives cause of death and related items. A new identification is a necessary survival object since it gives a person the benefit of two people. Finally, you can get a P.O. box for receiving through the mail certain things which you wouldn't want delivered to the front porch. <laughs> well, he nailed it. Um, oh, wow. I, so I was looking through volume two to see if that advice was heeded. And he was like, okay, in volume two, I'll do a whole section on stealing an identity. Uh, but yeah. they seem to have laid it out pretty well. Um, also, they really did. In regards what more could to you say? How we're going to uh, skip another dark age and go straight from our homesteads to the stars to the stars uh in volume two there's a several page spread uh titled preview of life in coming dark age (laughs) so he gave up that dream pretty quickly 
I mean, thank God he's got that information. Though. I'd like. I'd like to imagine he spent all of his time learning how to reading old popular science and learning how to make blowtorches, <laughs> and he just knew nothing about space and assumed it was like traveling to the town over. Yeah, you just go. And up. then he read a book yeah. and was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I thought we said to really build a really tall ladder. Oh no. <laughs> This is so much harder than building a houseboat. This is going to take at least eight <laughs> paragraphs. I don't have that kind of time. It's take a few more volumes, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good. Good Christ in heaven. This book is amazing. Um, yeah. I want to find... There is a review of the movie Taxi Driver in here. What? Of course <laughs> yeah. there is. Oh, yeah. Wait, what year did oh, it I come found, out again? I found Sophie's. I, I found Sophie's thing first. We'll, we'll, we will Aww. find the Taxi Driver review. How to make... What year did it... Hmm? Taxi Driver? I was driver? saying, what year did this come out again? 76. Okay. It's much later than I thought. How to make see-through mirrors. The FBI Please. used the see-through mirror in the house on 97th Street. Well, I guess that's a movie. Most guys who learn to make these mirrors claim they want them for surveillance of America's enemies, like the FBI and CIA. When you learn to make such a spy mirror, you will probably run right out and buy a motel and a roll of film. I don't care what kind of sicky you are as long as you send me some of the prints. <laughs> no. Also, by see-through mirror, he means like a window, right? Yeah. Like, an interrogation I, I, window thing. That was really worth the wait. You yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's just joking about how you should use it to take pictures of people in their hotels. Uh-huh. I think this Kurt Saxon is a good cool. dude. I think he's a really good I dude. I think he needs to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, let's can cancel. Hashtag cancel this survivalist from the 1970s he's who is certainly no, dead from inhaling his own. Fumes. He's definitely still out there, man. He's still surviving. He's in space by now, right? Oh, my God. Okay. So, Sophie is telling me that it is time for another ad break. And after that ad break, we're going to start talking about what Kurt Saxon thought of the movie Taxi please, Driver. Please, please. I can't wait. I, oh, it, it, my I, What an easy um, thing to guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love shooting That's senators. Right. <laughs> Needs to be longer. <laughs> like <laughs> the evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild mini games. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums, delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches, unique playing pieces, and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. We're back, and we are still talking Kurt Saxon. Now, we're going to get to that taxi driver review, but while I was... I was running towards it. I found, in addition to some guides on making your own ammunition, which I am going to bookmark, uh, a, a what I think is a, another op-ed by Kurt Saxon. This is a long magazine, so he has a few. <laughs> extra, and there's a little cute little picture of a newsboy oh, yeah. saying extra. Kurt Saxon warns, when politicians ban guns, bombers will ban politicians. Ooh, okay. Uh, what? <laughs> I feel like this might double as his review of Taxi Driver. Yeah, I'm still not sure. <laughs> oh. It's a timely, it's timely though. Mm-hmm. Many of your number, and possibly, uh, dear politician, I should say, is how it starts. Many of your number, and possibly yourself, have been raising alarms against the private ownership of handguns. Propagandists cite pitiful examples, such as the four-year-old boy who shoots himself and the six-year-old who shoots his sister. Actually, a man who lets his children get at his guns deserves to have his line die out. Jesus Christ, Uh, Kurt. Kurt. Really bold stance. That's not the take to... Oh, here we go. And then there are the minorities brawling their way through the (gasps) ghettos and barrios on a Saturday night, shooting each other in quarrels over their females and dope. Oh. Yep. Okay. There we go. He got all the words right, (laughs) too. He said females. Females. Is this the uh, America that the Republicans want to bring us back to? Where you can talk like this? I think it is. I, you know, Katie, it's interesting that you say that because I, I have my questions about Kurt, and I wonder if, because there's this, there's this chunk of the right, like the the what what I will call the dangerous right, um, who uh, like went all in for Trump because like it was really has all was all about racism, and then there's mm-hmm. the chunk who are like fundamentally anti-authoritarian, and even though they are super racist mm-hmm. often. <laughs> Uh, although not always, we're like, no, Trump is bad because he's an authoritarian and I hate the government. Like, you don't understand. I don't care yeah. if he's is like hates the people I hate. I hate the government right. most. And I kind of think Kurt Saxon would be in that. I hate the government more than anything else. Realm, yeah. But I really don't know. It's, it's hard. hard to say. He also seems to have some racism, sexism. Oh, tons of it. Well. Tons of it. Yeah. Well, yeah it's, it's a matter of, yeah, which one sort of wins out. It is uh, I just, hard to tell yeah. this guy. <laughs> He's one where I'm like, I don't know if you, he would have ever supported a presidential candidate, but maybe, right, maybe I'm right. wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if any, if anyone, it would be Trump of all people. It, if anyone, it would be Trump. Yeah, or like yeah. whoever's next, I guess. 
Yeah, okay. That's about all that I think we need to read. Oh, wait, no, he talks about Serhan Serhan. We got to talk about that. (laughs) It may be the real... So he's still, like, threatening politicians here. It may be a real belief among those of you who are most sheltered that guns can be banned and that lying then lying politicians won't be shot by disappointed constituents. Not so and worse than not so. First, guns can be banned by law, but then private illicit gun factories will flourish. And worse than guns, their alternatives will make any public appearance by a liberal politico a great show for a TV audience, as he and anyone else on the platform is blown to bits by a casually thrown bomb. Bombs are easy to make. Their components are cheap and easier to get than our guns. Moreover, However, the chances for escape by the bomber due to the panic and confusion are much greater than had he used a gun. Make guns hard to get to any degree, and the dissident will choose bombs and even be glad you helped him make that choice. If Sirhan had thrown an easily made black powder bomb at Bobby Kennedy, he would be partying with his accomplice now. If Brimmer had thrown a bomb at Wallace, he too would probably be free, and Wallace would now be edging toward the presidency. Books on bomb making and improvised weaponry, such as my own poor man James Bond, are sold all over the country in numbers directly proportionate to the growing threat of gun confiscation in fact all books on guerrilla warfare and military science are gaining interest so he's just he's he's literally saying if you pass gun control i I, people will kill you with bombs and i am going to provide them with the guides to do it and the fact that sounds like a terrorist threat (laughs) yeah it's it's it does a little bit right yeah yeah we really got into the terrorism part of this uh little publication we sure did right after how we're gonna get to the stars by homesteading From homestead <laughs> to stars. Um, I really quickly, I have to, I yeah. have to read this. Uh, sure. So you mentioned improving the eleven shot shotgun earlier. Yeah, I do want to know how uh, you would improve the eleven shot so, shotgun. Uh, that seems perfect. Y- what's better than eleven? What's better than eleven? I don't know. I'm sure he'll tell us. But I think that the very first sentence of this uh, section <laughs> is a perfect microcosm of this entire uh, entire thing. And so improving the eleven. Shot shotgun. They all laughed when I demonstrated my notorious 11 shot shotgun. And then it goes on. Amazing. They all laughed at my homemade shotgun. But then I had a shotgun. And then he explains how to improve it, and I'm sure it's some good advice, but, uh, I, I I bet he knows how to improve a shotgun. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. <clears throat> oh, it's about making Atlin's... the grip sweatproof. Oh, okay. Because you're going to be shooting so many people. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're going to get sweaty. Exactly. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like practicality. Mm-hmm. So. Atlan, Atlan is his his publishing company. Atlan's first and maybe last movie review, Taxi Driver. <laughs> In my third issue, James Allen asked for a description of the device the taxi driver used to snap the gun out of his sleeve and onto his hand. I watched the making of his his device carefully, and I'm still uncertain how he did it. Anyway, he had an arrangement (laughs) built of odds and ends, and it had a track going down his arm on which the gun carriage was on rollers. When he snapped his arm to the firing position, the carriage would rattle considerably, and the gun would slide into his hands. It was noisy, and it reminded of putting a a coin in a Coke machine and waiting for it to finally finish its grumbling and shoot the bottle out. Any police officer I know is faster on the draw, and I think such a device would only give the wearer a false sense of security. Travis, the taxi driver, is an ex-Marine and Vietnam vet. He can't sleep, and whether he is haunted by war memories or intestinal parasites picked up in New York or Vietnam is not made clear. Anyway, Travis applies for night taxi duty in New York City. So the, the first third of this review is just him arguing with, like, a, a, a 
a, a specific point of like a gun delivery device that uh, uh, Travis Bickle put like builds mm-hmm. for himself. So that's interesting. I don't know if he knows how to write reviews. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It gets into it here a little bit. Travis develops a protective interest in Iris, a 12 and a half year old hooker played by Jodie Foster. She's hardly a turn on since anyone would identify with her, her Her role as the cute little con artist playing alongside Christopher Connolly in the TV series Paper Mo- She's not hot because of her role in a TV series. Not because she's 12 like- and a half. <laughs> I like I like how he uh, is is saying it, he takes on the role of protector. Uh, that's one way to describe that what is he does. A in, way <laughs> in text. Oh, buddy! I I love yeah all of these, and it's the same thing with like um like I'm have a degree of interest in like some of the 3D printing gun stuff but like the 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 organization that started really doing it defense distributed it was like headed by this capitalist um anarcho capitalist i think is how he identified dude Cody Wilson who turned out to be a pedophile of course um like all of these nice. like fringe mm-hmm. people turn out to be like all the Adam Waffen guy one of the big Adam Waffen guys they just arrested um uh, the like it it came out weeks after the arrest that like oh yeah and they found child porn God, on his computer freaks, also yeah. like these guys are always mm-hmm. fucking pedophiles I and that's how a pedophile yeah, writes that's... a movie review like no one else is <laughs> sure like is. Jodie Foster's not hot in this movie when she's twelve like no one else th- thinks of that Kurt does <laughs> Kurt and the guy who shot Reagan <laughs> except for he had the opposite conclusion. <laughs> We don't make enough of that, that the guy who shot Reagan was trying to impress a teenager. We really don't. We really don't. Anyway. We certainly can if you want. The upshot of the movie is that Travis raids the house Iris works in and kills everyone but her while stagehands stand off camera sloshing buckets of orange paint on everyone. Travis survives and gets his name in the papers as a hero. Iris goes back to school in Pittsburgh. Don't be upset that I've told you the plot. If you've seen the movie, you'll thank me for showing you that it had a plot in the first place. The message I got from Taxi Driver is that most New Yorkers are not fit to survive. Travis shows that casually gunning down... (laughs) Travis shows that casually gunning down New Yorkers is a public service, good target practice, and has its rewards. It's a kind of recruiting film for vigilantes, but it probably won't inspire much zeal and good folk to go there and help. The Peace Corps fever has largely died out in our land. Go see it, but leave the old folks at home. Kurt, baby, you got the movie all wrong. (laughs) I think he missed some points. I want him to write reviews for every movie that's ever been made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I want his review of like the English patient, mm-hmm. the man <laughs> uh, with the man who went up a hill and came down a mountain. Yeah, it's just gonna be like four paragraphs of him complaining that there are no twelve and a half year olds, and the ones there are, are they're the not, ones there are they're hot not enough. hot enough. <laughs> Kurt. Kurt Saxon, twelve uh, year old appreciator. Where's the buckets of blood? Yeah, it really uh, makes me wonder about what kind of patient are we talking the, uh, about here? The cover of this now. Yes, yes, it does, Cody. Yeah, Kurt. Uh, now and of course now there's an, yet another column by Kurt Saxon, and this one actually does strike home as a result of the uh, the current situation we're in. You can't change the channel. 
A while back, I saw a funny and tragic cartoon in a magazine. It showed a car pulled over to the side of the road. A harried and exhausted mother was inside, flanked by some miserable children who plainly didn't like the situation at all. The father was outside, trying to pump up a flat tire. While hard at work to save their vacation, the father was saying, But kids, this is real. This is life. We can't change the channel. The cartoon showed the absurdity of the children's confusion between reality and TV. I got a charge out of it because it paralleled the American adults' confusion between real-world conditions and pure entertainment. So he's talking about how, like, yeah, I don't know. That's something that, like, I've heard people express variations of on Twitter as a result of this whole situation. It's like it's a bad movie that you can't turn off. Like, you, yeah. we've put on some sort of low-rent Netflix contagion series, and mm-hmm. uh, it just keeps auto-playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no escaping the surreality that we're in. Oh, I can't. I j- yeah, the remote control is broken. And it's right next I to... I change. <laughs> And of course, it's right next to a guide on how to make the super still, which includes this, which includes this paragraph for the real poop on alcohol for its own sake. For the real, what? For the real, say that one more. Read that sentence one more time. For the real poop on alcohol for its own sake, get Granddad's wonderful book of chemistry. Alcoholmetry starts on page 129. Oh my god, I <laughs> so want to get Granddad's wonderful book of chemistry. something else? You don't want the real poop on alcohol? He's trying to keep it light. He did, needs his, he needs his terrorist manual to... to not have words like shit in them. <laughs> no, I mean, the real... That was a term people did use back then for, like, scoop. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the scoop. Here's, yeah. here's real shit. Use scoop. You just, yeah. you use just the word use scoop. scoop. But people did not use... How did poop become synonymous with scoop back then? I don't know. It was like an old-timey thing. I remember A old scoop of poop? Bloom County cartoons from around the same period of time using that phrase. Bloom County. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Bloom County's a great combat. Oh, here we go. <laughs> There's yet another book about how to make your own alcohol. Which I get now that we're all in quarantine. Bar drinks and booze like Granddad used to make by Kurt Saxon. <laughs> Eight dollars. If you're tired, <laughs> if you're tired of paying a dollar for a nickel's worth of booze, you ought to make your own. Anyone can do it, and millions do. Once you learn to make it for yourself, you can make it to sell. Most commercial? <laughs> no, you cannot, Kurt. You absolutely cannot legally do that. That is that is bootlegging. I don't think that's a concern of his. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a concern of his either, Cody. Oh, my God. He's got a guide to making champagne. It's not champagne unless it's just sparkling wine. If you're not making it in the champagne yeah, region of France, Kurt Saxon. Okay. He's got, a, he's guy... got a disarming the letter bomb. He teaches you how to disarm letter bombs. <laughs> I know. On the same page yeah. as Granddad's Guide to Boost. And various... That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm not going to laugh at that. At various times of the year, probably during full moons, letter bombers go into their act too cowardly to confront that you just were making guides to bombs, Kurt Saxon. You don't get to call letter bombers cowardly. I, I don't want to be defending letter bombers here, hey, but Kurt. Robert, let's be fair. He wrote that other article during a full moon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As there is status among criminals, there is also status among political fanatics and those who use violence to register protest. Among any prison population, the lowest group includes child molesters and all those who use helpless children to work out their pathetic fantasies. The letter bomber has the same status. You can't get any lower. In fact, I see a similarity. I wouldn't say that all child molesters are letter bombers, but all letter bombers would have the same degree of social inadequacy. (laughs) 
Kurt, buddy. Kurt. Something going on. Kurt, man. (laughs) Again, you just told us how to make bombs. You you have repeatedly been telling us how to make bombs throughout this half of this, this episode. is about how to make bombs, Kurt. <laughs> the parts of this that are not about going to space or taxi driver are about bomb or liquor are about bomb making. Skipping to space, yeah. Really, really wanting to figure out where the uh, the space guide comes in this. Oh, this is wholesome. How to lay out a sundial. That's nice. Yeah, you would. That that's potentially useful. Yeah. Stake your claim. I feel like some of this stuff deserves to be in a different book. He's just mixing his branding a lot. Yeah, yeah it's this mix of like, here's useful old timey survival survival tools I culled from you know our ancestors' wisdom, and then here's how to make a bomb, homemade liquor, and Jodie Foster wasn't hot enough in Taxi Driver. God. <laughs> like, to, to Katie's point, it does seem like it's like if we're equating this to 2020, it's somebody where you find out who they are in real life that has like a, a very popular social media page. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Very like mixed, very mixed content here. Yeah. Yeah. Just depending very on the day, or I guess depending on the here. moon phase. Sure. Yeah. Politics okay. And politicians. We- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a politics and politicians, and I, I think we're getting, th- this might answer our question as to what Kurt Saxon would have done in 2016 if yeah. he hadn't, I'm right. just going to guess here, killed himself in a <laughs> distilling accident. <laughs> Solid guess. <laughs> I mean, it could have been his, his out- houseboat could have sunk. Yeah, his houseboat could have sunk. Or his steam engine could have gone off yeah. the rails. His steam-powered spaceship might not have made it up into the atmosphere. Or maybe he's that guy that died launching himself in his homemade rocket recently. I, I'm gonna Jet bet pack. you. I'm gonna bet you. Kurt Saxon was a real big influence on that fella. <laughs> <laughs> The liberal is so insecure in his real value that he must reduce the value of all so that he looks better by comparison. Hence, the idealistic social programs that fail along with the roads that go nowhere and the dams that break and the publicly subsidized industries which loot the wage earners. It doesn't really matter if the dummy is ignorant or actually stupid, whether he calls himself a liberal, conservative, or a moderate. They are all political pigs wanting only to get up to the public trough and stay there. They all plead ignorance in one way or another. They all need the support of the American people, as if that support will somehow put the stamp of validity on their incompetent efforts towards a better life for all. That's why they all say, even if you don't vote for me, vote. They know your vote is a vote for their own way of life. It ensures that if they lose this election, they'll still have a goal to shoot for next time. It's a vote to keep those places at the public trough available for creeps who have nothing to sell but themselves. And since they have nothing to sell but themselves, the accent is on personality and agreeableness. They parade out their unusually pretty wives and homely children and read speeches written by others. Most such speeches are written by Madison Avenue types whose works sound like commercials written for kitty shows. Vote for Captain Monster. More sugar to the spoonful. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the first sentence. Then he really, really lost me. Yeah, yeah. Survivalists don't involve themselves in national politics at all. They don't want to be dependent on either big business or labor unions, the Tweedledee or Tweedledum of our political system. They know that, as part of an intelligent minority, their votes will be canceled, several to one, by the ignorant. So, yeah, I, I don't think he would have voted... But you're right. If he was going to vote, Trump would have been the guy to get him on there. Yeah, I think he. Seems like yeah, it. he would have been a. I don't think I. I, I don't think, think he would have voted, but I think he would have been pretty into the idea of I Trump. I think the first person he ever voted for would have been Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. If it's at all. Hard but to yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also kind of think 
he might have been the, uh, you know, the very first things Alex Jones said about Trump's campaign before he got on board was that like Trump was mobbed up and this was all a conspiracy to like uh, uh, infiltrate and take over the liberty movement and, and you know, the dissident right. And um, I, I think Kurt Saxon might have started like that and stayed on that course, but I really don't know. But what I do know is that we have another letter section and I found one that is just mm. amazing. This is R. Borlia from California. Dear Kurt, I have made two batches of your acrolein tear gases described in the poor man's James Bond, and neither has Gone. retained its potency. Am I doing something <laughs> wrong? It's fantastic stuff when it's fresh. Oh yeah. But oh, he my. doesn't but they don't know because they've never made it, right? I he's saying he's made it and he has tested it. And it's fantastic stuff. Yeah, it just loses a bit of oomph after a little bit. Well, of course, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, look, if you want nothing lasts forever, perfect tear gas, like a little, I, I've never heard Cody say oomph before. Oh, yeah. Oomph. Oh, yeah. Saved it. Saved it for this. Oomph. Saved it for the tear gas oh part. God, so... <laughs> and then, yeah, like how to cane chairs. It's just like Ron Swanson plus terrorism. Yeah, that's actually a really good <laughs> touchstone for this. Yeah, Ron. If Ron Swanson was a terrorist, and Alex Jones. Yeah, like yeah. if that show wasn't God. so twee, it'd be like, all right, let's get real. Yeah, let's get real. Ron like dies in a shootout with the ATF yeah, because right. he's been manufacturing <laughs> illegal sawed-off shotguns and giving them to the Aryan nations. Yeah, and then giving advice <laughs> have, on how to improve his eleven-shot shotgun. <laughs> yeah, because they all yeah. laughed. Oh they all laughed. Would have been a very different show. Yep, we got boomerangs and how to make them. Survival ammunition by Clyde Barrow. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's probably great. Anyone preparing for survival in these uncertain times should be insure, uh, should be sure that he will have adequate ammunition for any guns he might own. Okay, that's 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 fair. Uh. Oh, I was wanting something crazy to be in here, but this is just a pretty basic guide to reloading ammo. Good for you, Clyde Barrow. I'm sure you won't murder anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah. Survival ammunition and how to make boomerangs is on the same page as how to make cane chairs. <laughs> it's just a... It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's such constant whiplash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Survi- my God. Survivalist whiplash. Oh, and here's a column called Now Who's Stupid Dad by Mark Riddenhauer. <laughs> oh, no, my God. <laughs> Ever this since is my I... favorite part so far. Yeah. No, wait, you have to say it right, Robert. Now Who's Stupid Dad. This is, dad. Like, this is like the subtext dad. of the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. Of the whole thing. Ever since I'd first brought up the subject of survival, my father had scornfully rejected anything I had to say. He was one of those, it can't and won't happen here attitude. He reminded me of the brass in the U.S. High Command prior to Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941. That evening, I sat as I sat reading my latest issue of The Survivor in my room. My younger brother, Jeff, who was a carbon copy of the old man, stuck his head through the door. What you doing, he demanded. Get out, Himmler, I barked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> his name's Himmler, or no, is that his nickname? No, he's calling him Heinrich yeah, Himmler, he his little brother. 
He stuck out his tongue at me. Don't have to. Laying aside the paper, I got up and went for him. Turning, he fled for the stairs. Closing the door, I locked it and then sat down and resumed reading. Presently, I heard heavy footsteps on the stairs, and my father's voice demanded, Are you reading that idiotic paper again? Cluttering, cluttering up your mind with that survival rubbish? I didn't reply. Answer me, he demanded. Open that door this instant, came a second demand. Again, I paid no attention. Muttering about worthless whelps and other things, he stomped away and went back downstairs. He, the runt, and my mother would all agree how impudent, disrespectful, and no good I was and how I ought to be punished. Jesus Christ. So this is just like a kid, a small child reading The Survivor. Okay, what actually happens in this? (laughs) Jeez, that kid calling his little brother Himmler and Imp and... Like, doesn't seem like a very healthy family. Oh, the power goes out in their town, and he has an AM FM radio and flashlights. Uh, and so he's able to find out what's happening. Um, and his dad is grateful. Oh, oh, yep, yep. This goes on for pages <laughs> and pages. I think we get the idea. <laughs> yeah, we sure oh do. God, okay, how well. to be a disaster profiteer. Also interpreting baby talk. Planning to profit from a disaster will give you an edge over those who simply plan to survive it. Thanks, Kurt. That's thank you, Kurt Saxon. How to how to price gouge? Unbelievable. Yeah, this this he's a good guy. Oh, here's another letters section. Let's see if we can find another guy who's absolutely committing horrible crimes. I really enjoyed your book, The Poor Man's James Bond. (laughs) In your poison section, you should list a different source of nicotine sulfate. Blackleaf 40 has been outlawed for two years. Thanks to your (laughs) book, my mother and grandmother consider me in need of counseling or psychiatric help. So far, I have used your hydrochloric slash aluminum smoke bomb in the local walk-in movie twice and the school gym once. I also got detention on the second day of school for igniting some stuff in class. Thanks a lot, JL, Missouri. He only got detention? (laughs) You're welcome, says Kurt. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Hey, your book on poison, some of the stuff in your poison book is illegal, so you need to update your poison book about the poison. Also, my grandma thinks I'm crazy because I've set off bombs in school. (laughs) Wow. Yes, Kurt. It's Um, plural. This was special. (laughs) This has been very special, and I think we all learned a lot from Kurt Saxon. Um... We've learned about ourselves. We've learned about Kurt. We've, We've learned, learned about, about taxi boats. driver. Yeah. Taxi uh. driver. We've learned what Kurt Saxon thinks about certain 12 and a half year olds. Um, a lot of information here from Kurt Saxon. Not a lot of good times. Surprising information. <laughs> no. No. But I wouldn't say accurate information either. Mm. Not all of it. Not all of it. I mean, that houseboat guide looks bulletproof. Yeah, how, how to make yeah, a monorail sled. <laughs> how to make a miniature stage. Uh, amazing. Well, the gang. The houseboat is also a floating tomb. I mean, Speaking of floating tombs, do you want to uh, plug your social media? <laughs> the floating yeah. tomb of our wow. drowning society? Uh, very appropriate. <laughs> amazing. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, I'm uh, Katie Stoll on all the social medias. Katie with a Y, that is. Um, and uh, we've got 
other shows. We co-host a show with Robert called Worst Year Ever. You should check that out if you don't. And we also have our own podcast, Even More News. You should check that out if you don't. Cody, you want to say the other things? Absolutely. We also have a YouTube show called Some More News. And me personally has Twitter.com. And that is Dr. Mr. Cody with a D-R an M-I-S-T-E-R and a C-O-D-Y. We speak good on mics. Good stuff. We, we do. It. Good job, guys. We do so good proud. English speak on mics.com. Also, before Robert does his plugs, uh, Jamie Loftus says hi to everyone. Hello, Jamie hi, Loftus. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Um, also, Robert has a new show. It's called The Women's War. Look out for it. Our trailer launched uh, when this comes out last week. So that's... Uh, that's out, episode one, March 25th. Uh, it's it's very exciting. Yeah. It is very you exciting. Can fo- you can follow Robert at IWriteOK on Twitter. You can follow right. us on Twitter and Instagram at BastardsPod. Uh, you can wash your hands. And you can avoid yes, the coronavirus can. by staying indoors and reading through back issues of The Survivalist and learning how you too can make tear gas that works really well initially but quickly loses its potency. <laughs> and then go to space. Use your time wisely, folks. Yeah. That's all we ask. Yeah, if I, I can't think of anything better to do in quarantine than experiment with mm-hmm. making your own tear gas. So... Get get on that. Get on it. Uh, it's all available online for free. It has not been mm-hmm. banned as Kurt may have thought it would be. There were definitely legal issues with some of his books that I think contributed to Paladin Press shutting down. But mm-hmm. I, I, I will. We will do a whole episode on Paladin Press, please, because it's amazing. The and art of making some... lifelike marionette bodies. This is some good stuff. <laughs> Um, also, if you're looking for some peaceful content, I post a photo of Anderson every single day on my Twitter. She sure does. Y underscore Sophie underscore Y. Not uncommonly, more than one. So, there are true, true, <laughs> many, many, true, many true. photos of Anderson. Yeah, there sometimes many, hundreds. Many, many, many. There's like fifty. She's the only other living entity in my room, you guys. There's like 40 pages on how to make puppets and puppet shows and puppets. <laughs> we're done though. We're done. I know with we're this done. That's no, like, that guys. is what we're ending on. Un- oh, how exciting! Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com.